Welcome to the Driven Real Estate Podcast by Remax Hallmark, where we interview top performing realtors, listen to their ideas, strategies, and advice so we can raise the bar and make your story a success story. Here's your host, John Der Perez. Hey everybody, this is John Der Perez. Thank you for tuning in to the Driven Real Estate Podcast by Remax Hallmark. Today's guest started his career in advertising, where he worked for ad campaigns with brands including Michelin Tires, Advil, Campbell's Soup, Ford Motors, and Bermuda Tourism. He's been in the real estate business now for nearly 15 years, working with his team and managing a brokerage for three years. He consistently receives the Remax Platinum Club Award, and his team is a Remax Titan Club Award recipient. He has achieved the Remax Hall of Fame Award. Let's welcome Doug Gordon. Doug, what is the secret to your success? Um, I think it uh, it might be ignorance, actually, which is probably the first time you've heard that answer. Um, you know what? I'd say it's more mindset, and I think they're a bit of one and the same. I don't want this to come out the wrong way or sort of cocky, but didn't really ever occur to me that I would fail in real estate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always knew I'd be successful when I started. I, I knew that it'd be difficult and uh, I'd understand that it's going to be challenging with acquiring clients and I really had no idea how I was going to go about getting those clients either but I did just didn't consider failure as an option. Uh, I didn't enter into this thinking I'll try real estate. And that's one thing I've seen over the years with different people is they come in either with another job maybe and think that they're going to dabble in real estate or try it. Um, I just, I wanted to sell real estate. I wanted to surround myself with the best people and and learn from the best of the best at Remax and that's what I was going to do. So I decided to make a career switch and I crossed that bridge and I threw down a match. I didn't give myself another option to go back. So I, I guess I recognize this now to be positive mindset versus ignorance, but it's a trait that I do see with new people coming into the business and with managing and, and training and things, I, I've come uh, in contact with a lot of new people and uh, you can hear it in the verbiage, you know, when you're interviewing uh, with new agents, mm-hmm. they want to dabble or, you know, they've got a, a friend in real estate that's done well and they see it as easy money and, and they figure they'll try it out. But... Uh, I just knew I'd be successful in trying it, <laughs> in getting into it, and uh, I, I knew that wasn't enough to do it, but the pos- positive mindset, I think, pushed me to study those who were already successful, be open and willing to learn, and then formulate a plan of attack, and and, and I see other people doing it now, the new ones that are successful starting out, they take immediate action, so right. they learn from someone that's done it well before. Right. And they take it to action right away. Yes. And we always see success follow those traits. Right. Yeah, so that's very insightful because from basically from what I've right, I've heard from you getting into it, it's it's really having the confidence, having done your research, having gained your experience and just gaining the knowledge, but also knowing knowing what your skill set is, what you bring into the table and that kind of drove you to, to be confident knowing that you, you couldn't fail. Yeah, I guess I guess it did in a lot of ways. Yeah, absolutely. So, how did you actually get started in real estate? So it's funny because my dad's a you know he was a broker owner for a long time. It it didn't occur to me as a career option. I went to school for creative advertising. I worked at a couple big agencies in Toronto on national campaigns. I worked for uh, I had different clients: Michelin Tires, Advil, Campbell Soup, and Ford Motors. Advertising is really competitive and uh, the salaries were quite low as a result of that. 
So I used to work crazy hours and all-nighters weren't that infrequent for us if we were working on a big pitch or a new campaign. I had a friend who worked with Remax, and in her first year, she won the 100% Club. Mm -hmm. She didn't tell me what that was, but, you know, I I looked it up, and at the time, I realized she made (laughs) $100,000, which uh, I think I was making about 30 grand a year, and I had a really strong work ethic, Mm -hmm. you know. I used to absolutely put the hours in, and I thought, you know, this was somebody that I really admired her lifestyle. She used to travel a lot, take a lot of time off, and I wondered, you know, how was that even possible? Mm -hmm. Uh, again, my, you know, with dad owning a Remax office, it, it just didn't occur to me to become a realtor. I, I thought it was a job for older people, mm-hmm. not really people my age. And right. I'm, I don't know, close to 15 years in the business now. And at the time, even when I started, I was, I think, the youngest person in our office by right. a long shot. So I just didn't have the exposure to younger agents. So it really opened my eyes to the limitless potential that real estate offers. And I love the idea that nobody would ever cap my earnings. So my dad actually pushed me to explore other interests outside of real estate, and he even cautioned me against getting into it as a career. But I think by then it was too late. I was kind of hooked. So over time, my motivation uh, here has changed a ton with the experience of helping more people and connecting with our community. I love the personal interactions and meeting new people and you know, a lot of the day-to-day can be similar, but there's there's always so many new things and uh, different ways to learn, and, and uh, there's a lot that holds my attention and keeps things sort of fresh and exciting. So I've had the benefit of learning from some really great people in the business over the years, N- none more than my dad, actually. He's the most ethical, hardworking mentor I've had the benefit of working with, and uh, he's always led by example. He never takes shortcuts, and he always does things the right way. Absolutely. So you have real estate basically as a family business. Your dad uh, built and grew a very, very successful Remax brokerage. Was there ever any expectation? I know that you mentioned that you you didn't really ex- expect from yourself that you'd get into the business, but did the family have any expectation that you'd eventually take over or you'd be involved in some way? No, may- maybe after we started working. You know, I work with my brother now, and that wasn't uh, in the beginning, but. Uh, you know, there were, there's talk over the years of, of taking over or buying into the brokerage, and I think a lot of people were surprised, actually, when that didn't happen. But for me, I started managing to dip my toes into the water to see if I'd enjoy that side of the business. And, you know, it's very different to what I'm doing now or what I've been doing in my sales career. And I found I, I didn't enjoy it as much. I didn't have the same driver motivation. So I wanted to, you know, continue to sell I really, I love managing, I, I love working with new agents and, you know, helping people in different aspects of their business wherever I can contribute. Mm-hmm. I'm very resourceful, so when people have a problem, even if I don't know the answer, I'll, I'll find someone right. that does. So uh, I, I just thought I'd to stick with, you know, what I'm passionate about and sort of continue in my direction. And Absolutely. I didn't want to force, you know, force his hand that way. Yeah, but, and it's interesting because what, what you're describing is very entrepreneurial because, being a realtor is in itself, as a business, is entrepreneurial. Running a brokerage, owning and running a brokerage is entrepreneurial. So could you give us, I guess, a bit of your insight as to which direction or, or why you chose to go in the direction of being a realtor as opposed to running a brokerage? What is it that, that you like more about that aspect of real estate versus running an office? I think it's just the... the 
I saw running an office as a little too uh, humdrum, maybe the same mm-hmm. type of thing day out and day out, Pretty day in and day out, and and maybe it's not that you know maybe that's just what I was exposed to, mm-hmm. whereas you know my days now I'm doing. My, my advertising background, I'm, I'm able to use that in every, you know, every aspect of my job now. Right. We, uh, we've done, you know, we're on the forefront of technology, so I, I have uh, a lot of interest in certain areas, you know, when it comes to marketing and advertising and what can we do that's new that, you know, can really benefit our clients. So I love how fresh it is always, and yes. it's ever-changing. Social media has thrown everybody for a big loop. Mm-hmm. We're trying to keep up with, you know, the changing of algorithms that are going on with Facebook and, you know, and, and Google and, you know, the, the best ways to sort of benefit our clients, and it just keeps it so interesting. Yeah. So basically being out there on the streets, it's the fast-paced challenge of things that are yeah. constantly changing all the time. Yeah, it's the never the same. Day in and day out, it's never the same. And, you know, we can be doing, you know, we owned a drone before I think <laughs> any of the photographers had uh, had access to them just out of necessity, and it was problem-solving for a client at the right. time. Yes. Man, we thought we were going to own the real estate industry after that, but <laughs> it doesn't take long before right. everybody catches up. So yes. you really have to stay you know, um, up to date with what's going on. And actually, part of being you know, part of the Hallmark family now, we just have access to so many more resources in, in that way that you know, can further benefit our clients. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that sounds exciting. And your, your journey is very interesting in the sense that you started from advertising, you got into real estate. I, I can very much sense that you've got that entrepreneurial drive in you and you love the challenge and yeah. adventure. Now, you and your brother have a team right now. Now, let's rewind a little bit. Starting out, when you left advertising and you got into real estate, even though you were confident, what was the biggest challenge you faced and how did you end up overcoming it? Yeah, I mean, there, there's so many challenges starting out as a new agent and you, you don't know how much you don't know until you sort of look back. But I guess like everybody, my biggest challenge was how, how to get new clients. And because of my background in advertising, I always look at the marketing side of things. I think target market, I think about reach and frequency. Um, target market is... is basically the the particular group of people that you're speaking to your message should be geared to talk just just to that audience if you do it properly you don't try to be all things to all people so figure out what's important to those people and deliver content around it Um, I needed to isolate a target market and because advertising was you know so uh, commonplace for us it, it made sense to work a geographic farm and we knew how to pull business from doing that I think and then we were thinking reach, you know, how far would we cast the net? How many people did we want to hit? And uh, we were careful not to overextend, and this is a philosophy that I sort of take on now as well. It can be a really costly error, and, and it can dilute your message quite a bit. So uh, I'm very aware of what I can afford, and, you know, I don't want to bite off more than what I can chew. And then the frequency of the message, so how often is it going to get in front of your target market? I really can't express the importance of understanding the relationship between those two and uh, and how it impacts our business. So consider what water does for a seed, for example. If you take a gallon of water and you dump it on a seed, you're, you're probably just going to kill whatever you've got trying to grow. If you take that same gallon, apply a little bit of water each day, it, it's going to grow and flourish over time. Your business, I don't think, is going to be any different from that. We've sort of We've used an analogy that's similar to that, or it's it's like going to the gym, you know. If you go in and, you know, 
I don't know, do a chest workout for six hours in one day, your chest is just going to be sore. You're probably not going to be able to move your arms and it's going to be ineffective. You're not going to have a, you know, great looking physique because of one big, big workout. Absolutely. If, uh, if you go in and work at it a little bit each day and sort of pick away at it and you create a plan and you follow that plan, that's when people see results. So, you know, it, uh, reach and frequency are, are a consideration for us now and it's a total waste of money if you, you know, you apply that one without the other. Right, absolutely. And in fact, I totally agree with you that building your client base is absolutely the biggest challenge that a lot of new realtors face coming into this business. And it sounds like you have a very strategic approach. You've learned it through experience. You lived it. Over, you learned it over time. But especially because you've got that advertising background, do you feel that that brought a whole new level to coming into real estate? Because a lot of real estate is uh, real estate is sales. Real estate is marketing and connecting with clients, connecting with people. Do you feel that having that background in advertising brought or gave you an advantage starting out? Yeah, it absolutely did. And, you know, it gave me sort of unique perspective at looking at things. Uh, you know, I talked about when I started in, but, you know, a big pro- part of my branding now, I shouldn't say my branding, it's our branding, right. is uh, my, my business built to a certain level that I, I needed help. And I talked my brother into getting into uh, the business with me. So I convinced him to get his license and we partnered up. We came up with a plan for building our brand, the Gordon Brothers team, and we focused on our geographic farm, we focused on our database, our past clients, and our sphere of influence, and uh, we're hardworking. You know, we gained a reputation servicing our farm area and Ajax in particular, and and uh, we've actually got a pretty good niche in the luxury market in Durham. So uh, my brother had as big of a hand in, in uh, building this up as I have, and we have very different skill sets, you know. A lot of people say we're, we're total opposites, right. but I guess in a lot of ways that complements one another. Mm-hmm. Which is one of the reasons why you're successful is because uh, you bring certain skills and attributes uh, to the table and, and so does your brother. Yeah, yeah, we've had a, a long, uh, healthy career so far, so we've been fortunate. Absolutely. So it's great to see that you've gotten into, in a sense, you've gotten into the family business, in, yeah, but, in a, <laughs> but in a different uh, structure because now you're working with your brother. you built a very successful team. You've also have now agents that are working uh, with you. So, you know, let's let's look at what a what a typical day looks like for you. So, from the moment you get up in the morning up until the the end of the day, the moment you call it a day. Uh, Doug, what does that day look like? What do, what do you do during the day? So, I I've got young kids. When we get up in the morning, um, I normally get myself organized. My wife gets the kids and feeds them and gets them ready for the door. When it comes time, you know, I take them out and drop them off for the bus, drop the other one off at daycare mm-hmm. while she gets ready for work. So we kind of switch switch off that way. Uh, I, I try to plan uh, my time. I plan to be at the office from about 8.30, and I, I'm a little less usual than most people, so I plan to be there 8.30 to 4. Um, I plan my mornings, and I'm, I really want to maximize that productivity in the morning. I leave my afternoons fairly open for other things that pop up, along with evenings. So in the mornings, I'll follow up with prospects on any leads, existing client service, uh, scheduled time on social media, things like that. My optimal time, I figured, to go to the gym, which I want to make time for and make more time this year, is, is getting in around lunchtime. So uh, I think it's really important that we take more time to exercise and stay in shape. It's going to be better for me. I'm going to have more energy for the kids as well. I've got young ones, so I've got to try to keep up with them. 
And then, yeah, my afternoons are pretty open for appointments and, and things that aren't planned. If I try to make it too structured through the whole day, I'm going to let myself down, guaranteed. I, I know that I've been through that, done that mistake before. Uh, I generally leave at four. I pick up my kids from school and daycare, and I make dinner. So this actually allows my wife to work till five. So she, it, it allows her her an uninterrupted time in dealing with the kids. So we always have dinner together every night, and then I plan my evening appointments if I have any for after the kids go to bed. So seven thirty. From then on, you know, I'm okay to make appointments unless my wife had plans, maybe. Right. But she'd have to put it in the calendar. So whenever possible, I really try to only book one day on the weekend, so I've got a full day off. Uh, Sundays seem to be the best work day because I might be doing an open house anyway. Uh, but certainly not every weekend, and I try not to work weekends unless I absolutely have to. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, that's my typical day, I guess. And it's, it's great to, to get this piece of insight from you because uh, every realtor has a different approach to how they schedule their day. And one thing that, that really struck me by what you said is you have a certain level of structure to your day, but then you also have a level of being dynamic so that you're able to be flexible and you get to do the things that you like. And really the insight there is knowing what works for you versus, you know, a realtor, you know, what works for them and knowing what kind of environment will let you thrive. Like if somebody doesn't work well with structure, then what you said when we were talking earlier was maybe structure just your morning so that you get what you need to have done completed and then have the rest of the day a little bit with flexibility and uh, being dynamic with, with what you do. Yeah, I've definitely come to understand that not everybody fits within that one specific box. Mm-hmm. So we need to find the one that fits us and, you know, the one that we can sort of work towards and you can make small changes and tweaks, but if you try to force it, I think it's less likely to happen. Absolutely. So find find the way to schedule your day to be effective. That's a great piece of advice. So Doug, in order to be able to to tackle this on, like you've been very successful. You and your brother have built an amazing team, and you've received a lot of accolades. And you're able to do this while being able to spend time with your family, enjoying the weekends, and being able to pursue the things that you love. What is it that keeps you motivated to be able to do this and to perform at such a high level every single day? What, what keeps you going? So I'm not all that big into motivational books or that kind of thing, to be honest. Uh, I don't, don't really knock anybody who pulls motivation from, from that kind of thing either. I just Maybe I haven't read the right ones yet. I guess the fuel from my fire comes with the people that I choose to surround myself with which is why I've always preferred to work from the office rather than at home. I, I connect on a really regular basis with people who share similar goals and passions, and those people keep me motivated. I think it's, you know, and, and they're at all different levels, and their aspirations are different. You know, I don't think I ever aspire to be the top producer in the office. That's just, I don't believe that I have that in me. I think it takes a special type of person I want a consistent level of production, but I absolutely, that work-life balance is very important to me, and it's very important to our team. Mm-hmm. So it, it's something that we're not willing to sacrifice to get, I think, you know, to that top level. Right. Uh, and that's not for everybody, and I think that that's okay. I think that uh, one of the big benefits of real estate is we can create the type of business that we want. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't realize that we have that much control, certainly not starting out. And it does take a while. It, 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 it takes a while to sort of work away at it right. before you figure out what it is that you want. Um, you know, sometimes those people are within our own team. It's either, you know, with Rich or, or Vanita, who's our partner, 
uh, we have a lot of great discussions and really motivate one another. And sometimes it's other, it's a lot of other agents that 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 are like-minded. We work in a sort of collaborative spirit, and we help one another out. Um, but yeah, I think it's really important to remind ourselves that we can create that lifestyle that we want. You know, and really, the only person that's gonna that's gonna stand in front of me is myself. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm going to be the barrier to my own entry into, you know, some other realm of real estate, I guess, or success level. Yeah, so surrounding yourself with positive people, getting energy from them. And what I really like about what you what you said is this is a business where we decide what kind of business we want to run. And it's for you and your team, it's having that work-life balance. And that's a rewarding experience to have. And knowing that and being able to achieve it, to me, is a very... It's a very rewarding experience. So some of the realtors listening to this right now, Doug, have just recently gotten their real estate license and are just starting to get into the business. So if yep. they're looking for advice, you know, for someone like you, like somebody who's very experienced, others are realtors who have experience in the business, but perhaps they're facing a bit of a challenge right now in their business. And they're looking for a sense of direction where to go. And definitely you provide a lot of key insight into how to build a clients, how to how to build up clients, how to run a, a great team while maintaining a work life balance. But Doug, what would your advice be to realtors listening to this right now? Spend time and connect with positive people. All right, people that are doing well in real estate, but you know, in in, a, in other areas of their careers as well, different careers and and do different things other than just real estate. Mindset and sales is unbelievably important, though. You know, one thing I've noticed over the years, it doesn't matter if the market's up, down, or sideways, uh, even in a very downwards market, there's always people you can isolate that are doing well. And that amazed me, and it showed me that we're not always market dependent. You know, we're, we're us dependent. So maybe we have to a little bit work a little bit harder or adjust strategies or do things like that, but um, surround yourself with those people. And, and I'd love it if, you know, if anybody wanted to reach out to me and, you know, was looking for a little extra, you know, pick me up or if there was anything that I could ever offer to help anybody that way, then I'm, I'd always welcome that phone call. Uh, one thing that I've done, I, I don't get overcomplicated with my plans. I create very simple plans for myself and then I follow them. All right. I find that over planning is, is the downfall of my productivity. And uh, you can spend time always getting ready to work and you never execute. Mm-hmm. And, and that can be a real problem. Don't wait until something's perfect because it's never going to be perfect. You're always going to want to make tweaks and changes and, you know, we can get caught up in that world of planning. So m- more important than anything else, probably staying consistent with whatever you choose to focus on. You know, um, the results from those efforts will follow over time. Don't work for the quick payday. You can also choose to work with who you want, how much money you'll make, you know, how much time off you'll take. You can choose the kind of life that you want, and I'm not joking about that. Um, you got to remember what's important to you in your life and make that a priority and plan your work around your life and not the other way around. Absolutely. Very valuable pieces of advice. And I like the key message there is just keep it simple. Right? Know what you want, figure out how to execute it. Don't overcomplicate the process because this business is a lot easier than a lot of people make it out to be. And I think, yeah, and I'm sure you know, yeah, you definitely agree with me that a lot of the realtors who fail is because they just tend to overcomplicate. They they look for ways to do things beyond, you know, just 
even beyond just the proven and tried methods, there is a, a bit of innovation and entrepreneurialism in our in our business, but some realtors just overdo it and they don't focus on the core essentials of, of what really makes a successful business. Yeah, it doesn't matter what prospecting method you try. If it's going to be door knocking or, you know, social media or you're working your database, as long as you do a little bit of that each day and work towards your goals, they all work, you know. I don't do them all very well. You know, there's certain ones that I do particularly well, and I focus my attention on that. And actually, I enjoy it a lot more. You know, when I started in, I remember somebody, I think it was Rob Vivian, he was one of the local coaches around here. He always said to focus on, you know, three or four pillars in your business. For me, farming's one. Working your database should be another one for everyone. You know, past clients and sphere of influence. Those are the areas that I tend to focus on. And uh, I don't deviate too much from that. You know, I, I definitely work in some social media. We're getting heavier with video this year, as I think everyone should be doing. It's a trend that's, you know, going to get you in front of your clients on a more regular basis. Um, but, you know, I, I execute plans that I set in place for those, for my pillars. And, and that's what creates success. And we do a little bit of those things each day. And, you know, we don't expect immediate return. Or we don't give up on them if they're not working after a month. And uh, farming's a great example of that. People, you know, will push material out for a month or two. They don't see a return on that investment, and then they give up on it. You know, that's how we picked up on our farm area. People weren't doing a great job, and they were in selling a lot of real estate in that particular area, but uh, the follow-up wasn't great, and they weren't sending out marketing material on a regular basis. They stopped door knocking. They got lazy and complacent from what we could tell. And we just found ways to do things better. So we looked and uh, we found we could do a better job of it. And we've established a great farm area. We've been working at the last, I don't know, 14 years now. Great. And it continues to pay, you know. But, but uh, you know, we've made great relationships with people. We've, we've uh, solidified ourselves in that community. We put on some great community events. But, you know, that all works over time. Absolutely. So, Doug, thank you very much for sharing your insight with us today. And it's great to see that, you know, looking back that many years ago, you were getting into this business confident that you wouldn't fail, and you didn't fail. You, in fact, you built a very successful team. You've done very well, and you're living a very enriching and rewarding life, having that work-life balance, and all just a matter of executing consistently doing a little bit of everything uh, every single day to contribute to the growth of your business and just keeping it simple. So thanks so much for your advice and insight, and we wish you and your team much more success in the years to come. Thanks so much, John. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Driven Real Estate Podcast. To listen to more success stories, visit our website at hallmarkdriven.com.